I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted 2.0. It is Friday as I record this, which is perfect because I'm going to get worked up. More just complete. I was about to curse. I try not to. Guests have occasionally. Just complete garbage information on the on the social media. And someone sent this to me. Thank you for sending it. A listener sent me this clip that I'm going to read verbatim because it's it's just it's so good. It's so good at how bad it is at the bro signs. I love the people talking about the bro signs. The people talking about the bro signs are oftentimes, most often, the ones uh, delivering, disseminating the bro science. And it's it's really unfortunate. And I did not think that I would spend so much of my time talking about this stuff, but it goes to what I've been doing my entire life, right? Is, is dispelling the myths, bringing the science uh, to the forefront. And now there's just a new way for anyone who supposedly sounds smart can get out there. And it's the most iconoclastic people, I will say this over and over, and messages that get the most responses and telling people what they want to hear. When I started in the industry decades ago to get into the newspapers, the magazines and on TV, you had to have a lot of credibility or be training a celebrity. <laughs> and the latter is obviously uh, not uh, the best, but that, that was the world. And they were two different types of articles. It would be, Hey, you know, here's, Here's Madonna's workout brought to you by her trainer. Those those still exist. And then all of the other stuff was people with credentials. I remember vividly, you know, uh, being in gyms when, this is how long ago, reporters, writers would call the gym to get an expert. Now it's totally different. And now anyone, <laughs> you know, in the day you had to buy a textbook, right? There's no Google. Right, So to get the information to sound smart, you had to do your work just to do that. Now all you have to do is click on a few websites, watch a few videos, write a few things down, and you can sound really smart. And I have seen so many quote-unquote fitness experts who obviously copy and pasted <laughs> all of these different parts of, of a subject, and then you read the comments, people are like, oh my God, you're so smart, oh my God. And, and it's complete, I almost swore again. HS. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I'm going to read this verbatim. I'm going to read it verbatim. And, and the beauty of this is, thanks to technology, I didn't have to type it out. I took my phone. I played the clip that the listener uh, sent to me. I put it in front of my computer. I turned on dictation. Boom. I got the whole thing. And I'm going to break it down because it, it needs to be. And it leads to so many great talking points. All right. So, it's about cardio and strength. And the gist of it, as you will hear, is that you shouldn't do cardio if you are trying, I'm sorry, not cardio and strength, cardio and muscle. But the two go hand in hand. Um, but they're talking about muscle building. Okay? Uh, so the the takeaway from this, you know, so, uh, such an informational, uh, such an uh, expert in the fields, advice the takeaway is you shouldn't do any cardio if you're trying to build muscle. All right, but here it goes, verbatim. I'm reading you exactly what this person said in the, I think it was an Instagram video. 
Uh, cardio does not send a muscle building signal. I'm going to back up all the time. Uh, I'm going to read it through once first. Then we're going back. Cardio does not send a muscle building signal. Cardio sends a build endurance signal, and it also burns a lot of calories during the time that you've spent doing it. I want to stop, but I'm not. Uh, so because it doesn't send a muscle building signal and because it burns a lot of calories, the way your body adapts to it is by making you more efficient, giving you more endurance. There's so many things wrong with this, uh, giving you more endurance, but also making more efficient with calorie burn. So you end up losing muscle. You end up paring down muscle. Cardio will send a competing signal with the strength training. So could you lose more weight? On the scale, total weight by doing cardio plus weights plus the deficit calories. Yes, you will lose more fat. No, you will. Uh, will you lose more fat? Uh, yes. Will you build more muscle? Uh, definitely not. Or I'm sorry, will you lose more fat? No. Will you build more muscle? Definitely not. So remember, the goal here is to build muscle and burn body fat at the same time. You don't want to do anything that could potentially get your body to pare muscle down. You uh, want to do everything in your power to try to get your body to build muscle while simultaneously eating in a caloric a calorie deficit to burn body fat if you don't then your body will adapt metabolically by reducing muscle. Oh my gosh, my heart rate is, is elevated. And anyone who's listened to my podcast knows I don't let people, <laughs> the only people, the only time in life that my heart rates get elevated. You can flip me off, cut me off in traffic, call me names, do anything you want. I don't care. But when I hear this, I want to just swear again. I'm just going to I, I just should just beat myself. Edit after. This is such garbage. Let me go back and just break it down. There's so much. There's about five places I want to just stop, okay? First of all, the first sentence. Cardio does not send a muscle building signal. WTF, how about that? Does that mean? Show me in my textbooks. Where there, there's something called a muscle building signal. If I were debating this person and you know my, uh, you know, uh, technique, <laughs> way of approaching these subjects, if you've listened to my past podcast, Aristotle, just keep asking questions. What, what, what is a muscle building signal? And we could just start by saying, who cares? Cardio does not send a muscle building signal. Who cares? But, but he goes on, right? And again, show me where in the science. What is that? Is that another term for something? Is is he just being nice and and taking a scientific, a, a exercise science term and and making it more relatable to people? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, cardio sends a build endurance signal. Oh my god! I, and here, but here we go. In sentence number two, people, and it also burns a lot of calories during the time you spend doing it. No, it doesn't. Cardio does not burn a lot of calories. And these people constantly contradict themselves. They constantly contradict themselves. I wish it did. This is the reason why my first documentary I'm working on is called You Can't Outrun Your Fork. Your trackers, your, your machines, all the calorie counters out there that you have, for the most part, are inaccurate. And they skew towards the high end on purpose. To make you feel better about your workouts. The fact that he says it burns a lot of calories. 
A mile burns 100 calories plus and minus. If you run a marathon, 26 miles, you burn 900 calories short, plus or minus, but pretty close, 1,000 calories short of one freaking pound. And I'm going to get to the type of cardio that these guys do. And let me jump ahead a little bit and say that I body built. I did it for two around two years. Natural. I was probably the only one who was natural. We had lie detector tests for five of the shows and one urinalysis. And yeah, they caught people. Caught a lot of women, actually. Uh, complete garbage. Uh, let me go ahead. Oh, this is the best. I mean, just contradicts the most basic tenets of, of basic exercise science, right? Um, and because it burns a lot of calories, the way your body adapts to it is by making you more efficient, giving you more endurance, but also making you more efficient with calorie burn. So you end up, what, what are you talking about? You're right. When you do exercise, when you do cardio, it makes you more efficient. And you know what that leads to? You know what efficient means? You burn less calories. You don't know what the WTF you're talking about. That's one reason you hit the plateau. That's one reason if you're trying to only use cardio and you think that that number on your cardio screen is accurate and you do the same type of cardio over and over, over time you lose less and less weight. Yes, because you become more efficient and you weigh less. You get better at doing that movement. That's called efficiency. So you burn less and you've lost some weight. The more you weigh, the more calories you burn. You weigh less, you're more efficient, you burn less. You complete, <laughs> can I say jackass? I'm gonna say jackass. My dad used to say horse's ass. I think I'm going to, yeah, you know, new, new year, new me. All right, let's continue. Uh, uh, two more. <laughs> oh, there's so much. Will you lose more fat? So he says, again, if you're doing it all together, if you're doing cardio and strength and caloric deficit, will you lose more fat? No. Will you build muscle? Definitely not. Are you freaking kidding me? Let me jump ahead. Have any of you ever seen a sprinter? Have you ever seen the body type of a sprinter? And we're going to talk about genetics and things like that. And self-selection, which is one of the most important uh, topics related to this. Have you seen NFL guys? And we'll talk about steroids and, you know, performance enhancing drugs and clenbuterol and, 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 and human growth hormone. I have a lot of experience with that. Not personally taking it. But working with clients who were, not because I told them to, actors, things like that. And a lot of trainers I worked with who took them. Many of those didn't even look like they were on them because they were just taking the drugs a little bit if you knew what you're looking at. Oh my gosh, there's so much wrong here. There's so much wrong here. And, and let's, let's use this great scientific, just revisit his great scientific um, verbiage. Um, so you don't want to do anything that could potentially get your body to pare muscle down. Pare muscle down. So there's two things I'm going to guess by, you know, best guess that he's talking about. That it prevents your body from building muscle and that your body eats muscle. And that's what they're talking about here so often, bodybuilders especially, that your body is going, doing cardio is going to eat, term they use, not me, into their, your muscle stores, okay? And I just want to 
revisit the last sentence and then we're done with it. <laughs> uh, and if you don't, then your body will adapt metabolically by reducing muscle. So there you go. And I love the terms. They're always like on the internet now with the social media, the TikTok, the Instagram, using these just they're all the same terms they're using all the time. Metabolically, metabolically adapt. Show me the science. Show me. And when you say your body's more efficient and that's a problem, you're going to burn more calories. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh will adapt metabolically by reducing muscle. So there, he is saying that it will use your body, your muscle, as an energy source. That's the only thing I can guess from that. Adapt metabolically so your metabolism is going to start reducing muscle. What does that mean? Eating through it. Using it as a fuel source. Let me just jump to that. I'm going all over the place here. I got notes in order. Never stays that way. Oh, your body. So, so here, buddy is uh, Exercise Science 101, Sports Nutrition, Nutrition 101, Energy Substrate Utilization, right? What does your body want to use first? Carbohydrates. Carbs, 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 right? Then your keto people know how torturous it can be to try to go, if you're truly doing it, most people are not even close to being in ketosis. Fats, which we have tens of thousands of calories stored, but we can't access them as easily as carbs, which is why keto is a whole process to even get in there. And if you have like, you know, a whole banana, you're out of ketosis and you got to go through the whole process all over again. But I digress. But my point is carbs, first and foremost, body's preferred energy source. Not going to talk about, you know, uh, process versus health. It doesn't matter. Energy source, energy utilization, what your body goes to. Carbs first, fat second, protein your muscles are made of proteins, amino acids. Do you know how inefficient, how hard the body has to work to get to that? And how much you have to go through the carbs and the fats first to get to the protein as an energy source to metabolically adapt by reducing the muscle? Garbage. Garbage. But I know what you say. And these, these are the other great memes that are shared on social media. They show a picture of <laughs> they're contradicting themselves it's often well if it's just a picture of a marathon or the skinny you know guy who's just like as skinny as can be and he's a marathoner and they say this is a marathoner's body this is what running does to you and they'll say something like and he's 30 years old he's probably 60 or 70 <laughs> but they'll say that's the self-selection part people okay i ran into this issue with my last book with uh <laughs> Oh God, I'm just going to put it all out there now. A challenging uh, young editor who wanted to challenge me on the body types uh, in this new world of changing science and not listening to science and more about feelings. But it was, uh, she challenged me on ectomorph, mesomorph, endomorph. Endomorphs, really skinny people genetically, hard to build muscle, hard gainer, a book I've had in my library for 30 some odd years. Those people tend to choose sports that they are genetically built for. Endurance running, basketball, some crew, but then you got some muscle there. Yoga. And then you've got your mesomorphs. I'm a mesomorph. Easier to build muscle. G gymnasts, people like that. And then, then endomorphs, the bigger body types. 
That's the genetics. And so guess what? Endomorphs are generally not drawn to endurance sports. Many do them, thank goodness. And ectomorphs are not the people you see clean and jerking, by and large, six, 700 pounds, whatever you're doing. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> you get my point. I say so frequently, show me a group of people waiting for an exercise class and I will tell you what that class is. Think about that. Self-selection. When I talk about yoga, phenomenal, phenomenal uh, modality to add to your routine. Pilates, phenomenal to add to your routine. But you don't lose weight doing those things by and large from the session itself. And people say, well, look at those people. And I go, yes, they chose it based on their genetics and their friends. And then they eat better afterwards. And many are vegan and vegetarian and watch what they eat. But there's a whole bunch of factors other than what is happening during that 45 minutes once or three times a week to give you that body type. But then again, sometimes that meme is the endurance athlete's body versus the sprinter's body. Wait a minute, that sprinter is doing cardio. And you could say, well, it's not that much. These guys do a lot. And what this guy is saying is you should do none. You should do none. When I body built, the, the, the normal amount of time that most of the people that I was competing with and against, huh, 10 to 30 minutes of cardio, that was it. And that's fine, right? That's, it's actually good. I, I would hope that they do that. And the cardio was walking on a treadmill for 10 minutes or an elliptical. Usually, usually it was a treadmill or Stairmaster, but at low intensities. And again, they're talking about burning the fat. We'll go to that myth later. They're not running for an hour. <laughs> they're not doing an hour of hard anything cardio-wise five, six, seven times a week. Some are now who don't believe this garbage. But you got you to gotta look at what they're actually doing and then telling you what not to do. Did a whole podcast on this. Another term they like to use to make it sound really scientific, body recomposition. Can you, it's the same exact topic. Can you build muscle and lose fat at the same time? Yeah, I'm living proof of that. Okay, yes, I'm an experiment of one. I'm going to end with me though because you can do what I do. And again, genetics play a role. But 20 to 30%, depending on what we're talking about, of course you can. Signals. The signals, the bat signal. Don't build muscle. Really? So what if, I'm just going to jump all over. What, what if we're overloading our muscles? So it's not adapting? So you're overriding the body's natural desire, propensity <laughs> to repair itself? If you lift weights and you do cardio, doing the cardio does what? Again, let's, let's, let's just keep asking questions of these people. So I create the tiny micro tears in my tissue, my muscle tissue. I lift heavy. I use good form. By the way, most of the heavy enough, I should say, um, with good form, I challenge my muscles. I break them down so the cardio prevents that from happening. The low-level cardio they're talking about here, and we're not talking extremes. We're talking what this guy's talking about. All right, 
No. No. When, when I when I body built, when I get ready for an Ironman, a marathon, I, I do exactly what these people say you can't do. And so did my clients, by the way. Oh, give me a break. All right. It's just, uh, it, it's t- it takes my breath away. It takes my breath away. So what are the real reasons? I gave you a bunch already. I'm going to wrap this up because it's such garbage. And I love keeping these now short and sweet. And we'll get to the science in other podcasts. And it's all connected. We talked about the overload principle. We've talked about muscle building. We've talked about protein. Let's go there. Let's go there. So let's assume you do what I do. And let, let me say this. I'm a unicorn. Pretty much. What do I mean? Guys like me tend to not run long distances. Guys and women tend to not do both. In other words, to enjoy lifting weights and lifting, you know, challenging, doing challenging strength workouts and and doing cardio for long periods of time. Again, if you're a bodybuilder and you're 265 or 365 or whatever it is, running is really hard. So there's very few people who live in both worlds. Very few. And a big part are genetics and a big part is personality type. And a big part is doing the work. One of the reasons they, they this group of people don't want to do cardio is they want to just lift weights. And part of that is, is time. Bodybuilders spend a lot of time doing strength training. Two a days usually at a minimum. And most are doing cardio, by the way. Some form, little tiny bit, trying to burn that little, stay in that fat burning zone. Oh, I'm, I'm sweating. I am sweating right now. I am sweating. But if you do everything I talk about, and that's why I say it's all connected. If you get in your protein every day, the amount you should be getting in. If you lift weights and challenge yourself and do full body workouts two to three times a week, you do that correctly. And by the way, 90% of people in the gym are still wasting an insane amount of time doing things incorrectly, bad workouts. I, it, it, a huge part is problem, part of the problem is this, this social media experts, all right? But if you do all the things you're supposed to do, you're going to get those results. The only caveat here truly is when I am, I'm going to use me, uh, myself as an example of, you know, experiment of one, but again, many clients that did what I did when I'm getting ready for an Ironman or endurance event, I'm about 190 off season. 5'8", 190. Okay, body fat's a little high. Not, not super high at all. Still in a really good range. But when I need to go fast, I need to lose that muscle and that little bit of body fat. Most of it's muscle. And it's hard to lose the muscle. It's hard. I have to stop doing almost all upper body weight. I'm sorry, all upper body exercises. I'm real sweating. I'm getting so worked up here. Oh, and it takes time. And I will go from 190 to 168. It takes me about 12 weeks. And I've done this on numerous occasions. And then guess what? When the race is over and all the garbage you hear about if you take time off, I'm literally going to take 12 weeks and not do a push-up for 12 weeks or a chest exercise or a bicep curl for the most part for the races I truly want to do well at. And then when I start back up within two weeks, I am not back to where I was, but way bigger. So the muscle memory exists. 
And what I'm doing also when I'm dieting, when I'm trying to lose weight for that race is I am obviously increasing the cardio, but I'm decreasing the strength and I'm decreasing the protein. If I kept my protein levels high, if I kept the strength training in, I would not be able to lose the muscle. I've been there. I could post pictures. I've done these races for 30 years. And when, when I wanted to get faster, what a great story. I went to Adelphi University many years ago to get my VO2 max tested for the first time. And the guy, Dr. Otto, Ironman guy himself. And I was big. I was lifting, doing everything I still do, right? And I was still going pretty fast at these races. Long story short, at the end, he said the, the number one thing you can do, I did treadmill and bike VO2 max testing, he said is lose muscle. Stop the, the upper body and the, you know, just the weightlifting. Lose the muscle. Lighter goes faster. And it was hard to do. If I didn't decrease my protein intake, if I didn't change my strength workouts, I would be a little smaller, a tiny bit, because yes, I'm not eating the muscle by any stretch. I would just be more ripped. But you keep the strength up. You keep the protein up. You do the right workouts. You're going to lose fat. And you're going to build muscle. It's that simple. Overload principle still exists. Your body is not (laughs) going to start dipping into your muscle stores. Your body is going to just go through all the carbs, right? It's going to go through all the fat, bypass that stuff. And then it's going to start eating your muscle because you're on an elliptical for 40 minutes. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And let me just leave you with extremes. I don't know why I oftentimes feel the need for that because it's it, it's important. I know of more than five people I used to bodybuild with or were in that bodybuilding world that are no longer with us. And they were young. And we could argue, debate the reasons they passed. I would argue combination of factors, but performance-enhancing drugs, not good. So I get it. If you're a professional bodybuilder, you're taking risks. You're a professional athlete, you're taking risks. But at the end of the day, I want to live as long as possible and have those years be as quality, as high quality as possible. Our hearts are important. I can't take another person, celebrity, whomever saying, I don't do cardio. When your heart goes, "Mm, that's pretty much it, people. End of story. So is it all about vanity? If that's it, and you're like, listen, I want to go out early, looking good, more power to you. It's your life. But you don't have to. You can do your cardio. And guess what? For the vast majority of people who are trying to build muscle and lose fat, You're going to have a heck of a time doing it without cardio. Even, you know, though it doesn't burn a heck of a lot of calories, depending on what you're doing, it's connected. How many times am I going to talk about this? With your appetite and satiety and your feeling better about yourself, you're going to make better food choices when you do your cardio and those hormones, serotonin and things like that are flowing. It's connected. You don't want to just do one thing. You want to demonize any one factor. Stretching is bad for you. Oh my gosh, enough. Enough. I'm done. 
I'm sweating profusely. My heart rate is like one. I don't know. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I hope you did. And this is the truth. Do your cardio. Do your strength. Be consistent. And guess what? You're going to achieve your goals. Stop listening to the bro science talking about muscle building signals. I'll give you a signal. <laughs> Wow. All right. Uh, Tom H. Fit is Instagram. Tom H. Fit is Twitter. Keep sending me this stuff, people. I love it. You know, I'm still going to bring you the studies and I'll tie them in as I do. But uh, yeah, this is good stuff. So feel free. Questions, comments, social media uh, videos that you think I'd enjoy. Tom H. Fit, Instagram and Twitter or go to fitnessdisrupted.com or teamholland.com. Um, they will both bring you to uh, one of my websites. You can learn more about me there as well. I'm going to bring you the best science, not bro science, no bias. Listen, if I thought cardio was good, I'm vain too. Not as much as I used to be. It was part of my business. Got to look good, hopefully. I do a heck of a lot of cardio. Take a look at my Instagram, Tom H. Fit. If you want some proof, yes, it's, it's an experiment of one. I've never taken steroids, 54, and I am living proof that this is complete garbage, but you got to be consistent of all the things I talk about. Got to be consistent about them all, all right? Got to get your protein in. You have to do the right strength workouts based on your goals, and you will hit them. It's that simple. All right. Remember, there's three things we all control, how much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our state of mind. And that, my friends, is awesome. I'm going to leave you with Jack Lane, another person who would have laughed at the concept of not doing cardio because it's going to eat into your muscle, uh, prevent you from building muscle. He would have the same, <laughs> probably not get worked up as I am, uh, but I do. He'd have the same outlook, the same take on it. All right, here he is, Jack Lane on my radio show many years ago. Thank you for listening. I'm Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, certified sports nutritionist. Believe in yourself. I hope that each and every one of you wonderful people that are listening to Tom's great show will do something for the most important person on this earth, you.